Welcome to Heaven on Earth Podcast. This is Big Homie OG. This is your weekly update. 622, hmm, 627. <laughs> That's how the energy feels this week. The energy feels like a breath of fresh air, a time of relaxation, a time of Ascension. Be patient with yourself this week because things will never be the same, regardless if it's emotionally, physically, or spiritually. It'll never be the same. The song that played before I got on here was Hired by Tim's. And the lyrics that got me were, and then I asked for another song, of course, My Life Came On by um, Rich Kids. And, you know, it's this my life, you know. And the lyrics that Tim says, and this was the I'll wait for you, you know, this is where they got basically, um, you know, wait for you by future. She, they used her song higher. But the lyrics that got me when she said, Can you put the time on rewind? Help me understand. Can you tell me now? What made the war that we're fighting now? And you fall and you run when you see my big guns. Run around, run away as the rebel comes out. Then you call, call on me. When you call me, I come. And there you go again. With your deaf ears, open your mind to the sound of the trumpet. What do you want from a life of hopeless? of hopeless now here you are again and you're begging and you're crying i want to fly yeah i'm flying till morning running away to the land of discovery running away from the suffering running away from the darkness i'm out here higher than all the limits going way beyond the noise in your feelings when you speak all i hear is silence turning back from all the pain and violence big tunes now it's big tunes i'm killing Cry now from the side now. Call my name. Fall down when you see me. You know that. You know that I won't stay for you. But I'll wait for you. She didn't say but, but I'm saying she, I'm saying but. You know, I don't want to say the context of what she meant by this song, but when I hear it, I see it in all different directions. I see it in the direction of the old version of you falling away and trying to come back. I see the part of where the present moment version of you and your higher self have now come into connection. And the present moment version is like very hesitant but very daring. And then I see this in the sense of a person, where the person is very hesitant, but they're very daring. And when I say daring, they want to play with the big boys. They want to move forward, and they want to make sure that this doesn't fail. 
And this is in the sense of I feel like people, places, things, friends, family, whoever it is, even if it's just you, I'm talking about yourself, the, the person doesn't want to fail. And the thing about it, the reason why the energy doesn't want to fail because the energy understands that you're creating your life. The present moment understands that the higher self isn't going to stop. The higher self isn't going to slow down. The higher self isn't going to slow down, stop, nothing. I think I just said slow down twice. <laughs> the the energy of this, regardless of what it is, they, they're... I just see determination. Like I see somebody like trying to speed because they feel like they're running out of time. And the higher self or, you know, you or whatever, it's just like, I'll wait. But time is an illusion and we don't have time to waste. So you'll catch up. And I feel like the energy this week is very daring. The present version of you is like, I don't know what the fuck I gotta do, but I'm gonna catch up. I'm gonna get to you because there's nothing that can keep us apart. There's nothing that is gonna keep me from this anymore. And it makes me think of children. So, the other day, um, y'all know, y'all know God just be having me all over the place. And um, I was sitting next to this little girl. She was eight years old, very articulate, very smart, very just, just full of her own personality, very boss-like. And she pulled out her iPad and she was on Minecraft and she was telling me about her zoo that she had created on like Roblox or Minecraft, whatever the fuck them the kids be doing. But she was so expressive with what she had did with her zoo and the animals and the structure of her zoo and how she put this together and how she put that together and it just gave me this thing of like she dared herself to create a zoo and she was continuously keeping up with whatever vision she saw whatever vision she saw which I'm going to just identify as her higher self even if she's a child that's kind of when we're the closest to our higher selves when we're kids but you know whatever she was so daring to keep going. And I could also see where there was a part of her that was very observant. So about 40, 40 minutes until we landed, um, I was journaling. And she looked over at my journal. And, you know, she, she looked back at her movie. And then she looked back at my journal. And something in her grabbed her word search book. She opened her word search book and she started doing her word search. She didn't say anything. She didn't ask me, what are you writing? She basically saw what I was doing and just said, I'm going to get my book out too. I'm going to start doing my words too. And that's kind of the energy that I feel. Regardless if your higher self, I mean, your present moment version can see what your higher self is doing, they're observing certain things and they're just saying, I'm going to go do that. And I don't want to discuss it and I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, plan it out. I'm just going to do it. It's going to be a very silent type of catch up where the things just kind of catch up to you. And I feel like there's been some restrictions put on things where 
you've deleted certain things about yourself or you deleted certain things in the physical where like there's no way for you to get back unless you go another route. And I just feel like it doesn't matter what you deleted or what something is just catching up with you, whether you know it or not. And I think the part that we don't understand or we might, we I don't want to say we don't understand. I think the part that we're not grasping is like, whatever this is, whether it's a person, it's a place, a thing, whether it's yourself, whether it's whatever it is, it's coming no matter what. And I feel like this is also coming with a wave of emotions. The wave of emotions that you'll be feeling this week, you'll be feeling the emotions that you kind of organized to real like you have this like epiphany or realization like these aren't my emotions these aren't my thoughts this has nothing to do with me and I feel like as we observe what our higher selves are doing and we're feeling these feelings it just like it's like this like turbo boost each time you're like wait a minute and before you know it it'll all catch up to you. It'll just all catch up. This week, is just it will all catch up to you. We have the summer solstice happening um, on the 21st, which is a good day. Sparks off summer. Um, it's a lot of fire things going on. It's a lot of asteroids going on. I read some of the astrological events later, but it's a lot of passion going on and it's a lot of fire energy going on. And since cancer season is about the emotions and it's about the moon, think about it with the moon is the darkness. You can never see, you just got to follow your instincts. And the instinct that I feel is the fact of that emotions, people, places, and things are like in a very close vicinity. And excuse me, they're in a very close vicinity. Like, they're in a, um, I, I don't know why I just heard, they're in a five-mile radius. And the anticipation that we feel can be a distraction, okay? And I want to identify it as a distraction now because if I tell you it's anything else, you'll constantly be trying to chase the anticipation instead of just continuously moving forward to what your higher self is doing, you know? Don't allow yourself to be distracted by the anticipation. Just keep observing what your higher self is doing and just keep moving forward. Um, I was talking to somebody today and they basically had observed about me. They were like, you know, you've been really indecisive a lot lately where you say one thing and then you you say what you want to do and then you'll say the opposite of something of like should I do this or should I do that I don't feel like that so they like you know why do you feel like that why don't you why aren't you just going with your first mind and I didn't have anything to rebuttal with I just had to sit there and be like you know what you're fucking right because every time I try to rebuttal it I go with what I originally said and when I go with what I originally said I feel this energy of liberation And I don't know if it's because the swinging doors are starting to get a little bit more closer together. So I'm pushing through where where it seemed like the doors were spread apart by like six feet. Now I feel like they're like an inch apart. And I'm just constantly trying to bust through doors and bust through doors and bust through doors and bust through doors. And every time I bust through the door, my heart feels different. Today I cooked a meal and I haven't cooked a meal for myself in like seven months since I've been on my nomad journey. And... This food, this meal gave my heart this warming, tingly feeling. And the warming, tingly feeling that I felt was this just 
can't even explain it. Our heart chakras are going through this purge. And this is why I'm saying about the organizing your emotions because this is how the heart chakra will work. So I also have my nails. And another thing I want to point out is my index finger on my left hand and my pinky on my right hand, both nails were like breaking like they needed to be removed and refreshed. And you know, the nails are also part of emotions. So today I'm taking my nails off and this set hurts so bad to take off. I don't know why, but this set hurts so bad to take off. And when I looked at the index finger, the index finger is ruled by Jupiter and the pinky is ruled by Mercury. So what I got from it is the fact of that there's a rebirth to certain aspects of ourself. And Venus and Mercury are two very, very, very important planets. So wherever you have that in your chart, it's very important. Okay. The Venus aspect or whatever in your life right now is very important. And the importance behind it is coming from the observation of the higher self. The higher self either has the codes already to it or the higher self, they either have the codes already or they're finding out the codes. However this is going, the more you follow these codes or the more you allow these codes to be given to you, such as clues and dreams and downloads and synchronicities, whatever it is, the observations, they give you a turbo boost. The frequency that you are in right now is something that you have cultivated. And we're back to this cultivating word. I watched a video from Sagittarius season where it said, be in purpose. Then I watched a video that I did on March 17th, which was um, St. Patrick's Day, which said, look, alignment and the ugly truth. The ugly truth behind a lot of things is the fact that people live a lie. Regardless if they're lying to themselves or lying to others, they're living a lie. And I feel like there's a big chunk of the collective that is lying to themselves about why they can't catch up with their higher self. And there's another part of the collective that's lying to themselves about what they don't see as the problem. And protecting your peace at all costs is a priority because if you don't find peace right now, you don't prioritize peace, Your life is going to feel like shit. And implementing boundaries around other people and things is very important. And why do I say that? It's because if you're trying to catch up with something, you can't have any weight on you that would slow you down. And if you got a higher self that's saying like, I'm not pausing, I'm not going to stop, I'm not going to slow down, I'm not going to come back, I got to keep going. You got to make sure you have at least weight possible to make sure you can at least catch up. So there's not a big gap of distance. And what I feel like is there's this bridging that's happening where you're being catapulted into another dimension or another energy or another frequency. And the part of you that has to stay in adjustment or stay in the energy of Grounding is the fact of that when you are catapulted, you know, it's like you're thrown somewhere. So you got to make sure you land on your feet. And when you land on your feet, I feel like sometimes you wobble and that's fine. But the thing about it is it's the timing of the jump. It's the timing of being catapulted. So the universe, God, whoever you believe in, they're timing it just right. 
But the issue is that you don't trust in your timing of jumping. In one of the videos, I remember I kept saying, God is going to throw you into it head first. Not feet first, head first. So you get catapulted in head first, you start flying, and then as you fly, you maneuver your body backwards. So now your feet go first so you can land properly. Or you flip and you land properly. However, you, I don't really know nothing about no gymnastics, but that's just, just picture it, you know, rock with me. Y'all know how I am. And the issue behind it is there are people that are being catapulted into shadow work. They're being catapulted into healing. They're being catapulted in and they're not realizing that they have to actually adjust themselves for landing. You got to adjust yourself into landing. God says, I need you to adjust yourself into this landing. And the more you adjust, the more things in society don't affect you. Things, a lot of things won't trigger you. I feel like the adjustment is a big, 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 big thing on triggers. When you adjust, the emotions that you feel won't trigger you. So when you feel this energy of anxiety, you just, you relax, you ground yourself. When you feel this energy of sadness, you ground yourself. Anger, you ground yourself. There's this energy of grounding yourself because literally it's, you're being catapulted. And it, it makes me think of how I had named my last herb sales, uh, Summer Explosion. And summer explosion is what's happening as the summer solstice. So it's like, it's not even an energy of get ready. This isn't an energy of just like, bitch, stay ready. Just stay ready for whatever happens this week. Just stay ready. You know, put yourself in a predicament where you you know that you'll be okay. Put yourself in this energy where you like, look, I got this. I'm not going to trip. I'm not going to worry. I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep moving. And... I think with the adjustments, I think as you adjust yourself for landing, organizing your emotions won't feel as um, hard because the adjustments of the emotions, I mean, excuse me, the adjustments of the landing and the emotions can kind of come hand in hand if you actually trust in the timing. So when you feel this energy or these waves of, of energy or you feel these waves of downloads, this wave of logic, whatever wave you feel, because everybody's different, everybody's journey's different, everybody's on a different path. But as you feel these waves, it's like, I'm jumping. It's not a panic of, oh my God, I'm moving. It's a, okay, I'm jumping. Let me jump. Let me, let me go ahead and adjust myself for landing. And with this adjustment to landing, I'm going to use an example right now. Let's say you get adjusted into a new job or let's say you get adjusted into a new field. You get adjusted into a new financial situation. You get adjusted into a new relationship or you get, no, you know what I'm trying to say. The adjustment to the landing comes from the emotions that you feel. So where you would want to just run away or, you know, like throw this down or just kind of self-sabotage it. Adjust to the landing of the emotions of maybe you're just excited. Maybe you actually feel a sense of liberation. You know, it makes me think of how when people like you, I don't know if y'all remember this because I don't know if everybody was actually daring enough to do it. But I remember when we was in school and we used to be on the swings and we would swing and we would jump out the swing and we would literally just like fly. 
Some people would fly and fall. Sometimes your timing would be off. Or sometimes you would just fall straight on your feet. But the feeling you felt when you were floating in the air to coming down was just so powerful. It was so freeing. That's that's exactly what I feel. And because right now, let's go ahead and jump to astrological. So yesterday, Jupiter and um, Jupiter and Taurus sextile Saturn and Pisces. So this it says this aspect gives us a, gives us the strength to overcome anything that comes our way as we move forward together in harmony. While we are still learning from the past, embrace the potential of the future. Now, remember what I told you about dropping the word potential. So if you're if it says to embrace the potential of the future and, and we drop the word potential, that means embracing what the future is at this moment. Because you can observe the higher self based off of certain things that you're starting to see, certain things you're starting to hear, certain things you're starting to do. I remember I told myself, I was like, I want to put my heels on. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to put my heels on. I put my heels on and the energy shifted around me. It's whatever comes to mind that you feel would be more exciting or you feel would be different. Following that feeling is a, is a part of the observation. Some of you guys are having, some of you guys, a lot of your dreams and a lot of your like, um, like the, your daydreaming or like your, your visions. Some, some of the things that you've seen in the, in the, in the fantasy world or you've seen in the dream world is now about to be in the physical. So if you're getting this nudge or you get this feeling, it's because it's something you've already seen. So therefore, it's just like, roll with it, you know? I think it's a lot of that right now where we're just trying to like, okay, I'm gonna just roll with it, fuck it. Because I think the biggest thing that we always fail to realize is whatever we get ourselves into, we normally can get ourselves out of it as long as we don't cling on to it. And since cancer season is the crab, you got to make sure that you understand that you can unclaw yourself. You can unhand yourself from things. And since cancers have switched with Capricorns as a goat would do, goats have four legs. They can get themselves out of that, you know, with their legs. Right. So tomorrow, um, Sirius Cyrus enters Libra. It says this aspect is about balancing we and me time in our relationships as we nurture others while taking care of ourselves. So this is the energy. When when I see this asteroid, I see this asteroid in a sense of where do you lie to yourself when it comes to adjusting your landing? Because the asteroid Sirius Cyrus is the asteroid of... Hold on. It represents the natural world, the rhythms of the seasons, womanhood, fertility, parenting, reproduction, fostering, and adopting. Her themes are unconditional love, relationships between parents and children, the issues of devotion, attachment, separation, sacrifice, loss, and grief. Now, in the video that I posted in that red, when I said be in purpose, I had a lot of emphasis on the 5th and the 11th house. I had a lot of emphasis on you parenting yourself. And this is what it kind of gave me as I'm talking about this little girl of like, you know, what she was telling me, how she was moving. And also with your higher self of this observation, children, they observe their parents. So if you think about it, your inner child in your present moment or, or your, excuse me, your present moment. I'm not even, you know, it's so crazy. Our inner child and higher selves are so locked in right now at the fact of, 
that's what the liberating feeling comes from. Your your inner child and your higher selves are together. So the present moment is observing and it's kind of getting this feeling of it's very intrigued. It's very like curious. It's very like, hmm. And it's just like, why does this feel so, why does this feel, why does this resonate so hard? Because two out of three of the versions of you or two out of three of the people within you are agreeing on one thing. So the inner child has observed the higher self, which makes the present moment be very, um, all of a sudden, just very curious about what's over there or what are you looking at or what are you doing? Why do you want to do that? What's that feeling? And this is what I'm saying about you adjusting the landing because the observation is coming with time. These these things that we are implementing, these things that are happening and unfolding this week, I mean, I'm just going to be real with you. It might seem impulsive, but it's something that's actually been observed over time. It's something that literally that your inner child, it's on a spiritual level. So it's been observed over time of that. This is something that's actually very prosperous. Because if if the um, if Jupiter and Taurus did something with Pisces, basically that what I'm what that's saying is the expansion of your self worth is doing a dance with Saturn with with the structure of your fantasies. So you've expanded you've expanded the value of yourself, and since you've expanded the value of yourself, you've also expanded the way the universe sees that you are fit to sit into this energy of your fantasies. See, Venus was at the top of the head, at the top of the head of the chain, or the head of the chain. And I had said this in the video. I'm like, everybody thinks that it's this planet, it's that planet, it's Jupiter and Saturn. In reality, it's been Venus. Because since the North Node has been in Taurus, it's all been about your self-worth. So therefore, Venus is the one that's been actually running the show. Venus has been the one that's been saying, hey, let's give them this and let's take them here. Let's get them this lesson. Because if you cannot add up your self-value to the things that you want in the external world, then you won't be able to actually experience anything. You won't be able to be grateful for anything. You won't be able to align to anything. You won't be able to receive anything. You won't be able to do any of that. So as this asteroid is in Libra, and this is and this is a feminine aspect, and it represents the natural world and the seasons, if you think about it, we're in a transformation of seasons. So we're in a masculine season of summer. The sun is shining, you know what I'm saying, buns out, you know, music on, we blasting, we having fun, we at the pool, we working, we, we're balancing out work, life balance, we're making new friends, we're traveling, kids are out of school. And when we get into that energy, that energy, it actually goes quicker than we think. It's like all of a sudden you look up and it's like we're back in school again. So it's like instead of you fixating yourself, because I'm trying to tell you all fixed, all fixed signs are feeling it. So Leo, Aquarius, Taurus and Scorpio, you're all feeling this. And the thing about it is your fixation is going one or two ways. You're either fixated on the things that you don't want to change about yourself or you're fixated on the things that you know are about to change in your life. You're fixated on the better. And with this asteroid, if it's if it's all about the issues of devotion, attachment, separation, sacrifice and loss and grief, 
one of the things that I think a lot of people have to understand if this is business and this is not personal, whatever is lost or whatever is taken from you is because it doesn't align with what your future self sees for you. So the grief that you actually feel is just you purging out the old part of you that doesn't resonate. The attachment that you have is the attachment to the codependency of the past part of yourself that you felt would keep you motivated, would keep you, you know, keep you prospering. And it doesn't. The separation that you feel from people and places and things, you realize that it's actually trying to separate you from the emotions that tied you to that karmic cycle. The sacrifice of you realizing what it took to you to get to this point is separating. It's it's happening. It's it's evolving. So as the petals are falling, it's not falling like you're being, you know what I'm saying? You know, I just keep hearing like, it's like a snake shedding the skin. Even though the shedding of the skin is very aggravating, it's very irritating, it's annoying. You realize that it's just a, a layer of skin. It's not your whole, you're not dying as a snake. As the caterpillar is becoming the butterfly, it realizes that the feeling of the wings growing out of its back is not in the sense of you dying. It's the part of you that's actually growing and evolving. So the sacrifice that you wrapped yourself up in the cocoon for six months, eight months, nine months, ten months, a year, you realize that it had to be that way because your wings could not be able to develop over time without the protection. See, this energy going into Libra is balancing out the things that protected you up until this point. So therefore, all those feelings and all the barriers that you held on yourself to protect you up to this point, you realize that why would you keep that same protection on? You're not growing in that same way anymore. Your wings can't fit into that cocoon anymore. Your body is too big for that skin anymore. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you have to realize that. And that's where a lot of this emotional maturity and this emotional intelligence is coming on in this this boundary of peace. Because, see, to have peace during chaos means that you have already prioritized the future. You've already prioritized the gold. You've already prioritized the opportunity. And I think the big realization that a lot of people are going to have is that they don't prioritize true peace because they don't know what it is. They don't know how to find it. Peace comes from within, not without. And if you don't prioritize peace, your life is going to feel like shit because feelings are something on the inside, not the out. Okay. And so as we continue to go down the line of the astrological events, so then also the sun goes into cancer. So, and then if we are going into a season where the sun is in cancer, that means that the sun is now illuminating on the moon. So it's illuminating on the emotions. It's illuminating on the intuition. It's illuminating on the illusions. So by the time everybody looks up into this this brightness and they take their glasses off, you're going to realize that you created a whole illusion of how stable you are, how honest you are, how loving you are, how peaceful you are. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? Because you didn't find peace within. And then others of you, the sun is going to illuminate on this moon of that you've been following your intuition. And that's why you feel this, this, this synergy of grace or no synergy. I don't know. You feel this great feeling. 
you feel this thing of like mystical and magic and you're just like excited. Don't even know what the fuck you're excited about, but you're just happy to be somewhere. Everything is just all coming together. It's, you know, I feel like I sound like Abraham Hicks. It's all coming together because it's supposed to be. And my life is easy because the subconscious mind is actually the sub, you know, what's so crazy this week. I want you to pay attention to how all of a sudden the subconscious mind is very quiet. And think about what are the changes that you've done over the last week or the last month, the debriefing that you've had with both your twins and Gemini season. I want you to see how quiet the subconscious mind is now. How many how many times does the inner voice actually talk to you now? See, I feel like in Gemini season, our inner voices were constantly talking. Constantly. Don't do this. Don't do this. Brrr. And all of a sudden, based off of whatever change that you created or the change that you're going towards, the observations and, and the steps that you're taking forward, I want you to see how many times that inner voice actually talks to you. You know why? Because if your inner voice has quieted down, that means you are now become one with your higher self, meaning your higher self is in the present moment, meaning that your higher that means that you're constantly trusting every day and you're walking by you're walking by faith and not by sight. That voice was to make to get you caught up. That voice was to either keep you stagnant. And I'm telling you guys, the less you hear that voice in cancer season, the more confirmation that you are in the right moment at the exact time and where you are. That voice might come maybe three times a day, four times a day. And we're not used to that because we're we're constantly in the energy of communicating with that voice because that voice has either helped us or hindered us. That voice has done something for us. So therefore, we're always waiting to hear it. In cancer season, I'm trying to tell y'all that voice is going to be real quiet because of the fact that you now have caught up. If that voice is loud, it's because you are behind. You're not at peace. Okay? Because tomorrow's a very... Uh, busy day astrologically because mercury in gemini sextiles mars and leo this is exactly what i'm saying about that voice it says this vibrant aspect gives us all a major boost of energy making us very social charming and ready to make the right connections moving all vibes just vibe twin the debriefing that you guys were supposed to have between the shadow side and the light side honestly this last week and the week that's coming the debriefing it was to actually kind of come to some type of common ground it was to actually to hear what each other experienced it's not really you know a lot of people are trying to form game plans when in reality you just need to listen or you needed to listen hey what did you go through what did you see oh this is what i saw this is what i saw but that's why i was telling you about the combativeness the argumentative you know all that extra shit the emotional you know what i'm saying the manipulation because of the fact of you're not listening you're not comprehending the ratio from what you heard from what you comprehended is very low so the debriefing wasn't supposed to be like a a back and forth debate it was literally just supposed to be a form of listening what what did what happened Maybe take a few notes and then process what you needed to process. But see, that there was a lack of processing, I felt, in the last couple of weeks of Gemini season. People were really lacking the, the ability to process the thoughts and the emotions. Okay? So, 
Another aspect we have going on is we got Juno enters Cancer. A lot of Cancer energy um, coming up, which it's it's a lot of Cancer energies, fire energies, air energy. Um, really not seeing a lot of Earth energy. If I could just be honest with you, we are not really in any Earth energy um, besides you know Jupiter. Um, we got we got a little bit of Earth energy happening next week, but it's really a lot of water, fire, and air, which to me gives me like extreme forces. That's why I say it's catapulting. Okay. Um, on the 22nd, Juno enters Cancer. Like I was saying, home is where the heart is and where your love is going to stay as the asteroid of marriage and commitment enters protective cancer. It's a great time to focus on domestic matters and make your home life stronger than ever. Juno is about partnerships. Okay, friends, this is what I'll tell you about friends coming together, lovers coming together, because it's the energy of home. And since cancers have switched with Capricorn, now it's in the sense of does this make sense on a like on a on a stable level? Does this make sense on a structured level? Does this make sense? And you know what's so crazy? The only reason why you're gonna know if it makes sense is because you know the truth by the way you feel. You're not you're not having a lot of conversation in the head about it. You're just saying, fuck it. I don't feel like something's wrong with this, so I'm just going to go with it, okay? Because also, Vista enters uh, Gemini. Vista and Gemini can leave our heads spinning when we can't settle down and focus on one topic. Instead of forcing concentration on yourself, allow your curiosity to guide you. What did I say about being curious, okay? Um... Uh, Vista is the planet of home and hearth. We have Juno and Cancer, which is partnership. And then we got Vista, the asteroid of home. That's literally, and then in Cancer season, which is home, which is the fourth house. So um, Gemini season had a lot of 10th house energy to it, which was the Midhaven, which was the reputation. Now we're in Cancer season. And it's basically about who do you want to be sitting at your table? Who are you going to let in your home? And this is in a sense of mind, body, and soul, okay? Going down to the 25th, Mercury in Gemini squares Neptune in Pisces. It says this confusing aspect can leave us drained as we deal with the miscommunication and contradiction sources, making it a point to do research before deciding on anything. Any miscommunication, misinformation, anything that was missed comes from a contradiction. So um, one of the things that I kept saying was the fact that, that people lie, you just living in life. These are old lies. Right now, you see how Kamora Lee and um, her daughter are basically telling about Russell. The lies. The, you thought these lies weren't going to be able to be exposed. Cancer's the moon. Everything that was hidden has to come to light because the sun will illuminate on it. So it's just like, just let the lie go. You know, a lot of people, I tell you, they be lying to themselves about certain things. And that's why they can't create peace. That's why they haven't found peace. That's why, you know, and that, that's why I was saying about organizing your emotions. That's why I've been saying about, you know, figuring out if these are your emotions or not. I told y'all, when your mind starts thinking about a situation that, you know what I'm saying, you clearly don't have any emotions because the other person keeps thinking about it. Whoever was attached to that situation, they're thinking about it. If all of a sudden you start thinking about a situation, think about a person, think about something, it's because they're thinking about it. A lot of people are having this realization they're, th they're rethinking the situation. And since now God is trying to help them release those emotions or release those things about themselves that they felt wasn't a problem, they're now having to replay it to be like, oh shit, I'm the problem. 
If you're going about your day and you think about situations because that person is thinking about the situation and they're, they've been, a lot of people have been trying to fight the situation to make it seem like you were the problem or, you know what I'm saying? Or even with the job, you've been trying to fight the situation to make it seem like it was the job that was the problem, but it's you because why do you continue to choose the job? Why do you continue to choose that person? Like, why do you, you know what I'm saying? And then also another thing about it is God is trying to show you the situations that you can heal in. So therefore you are, if you, if you are constantly trying to bring old problems and new situations, it's just like, then you need to realize that you're the problem that can create the chaos. Cause you know what I keep hearing? Why would we set you up for failure? I just keep hearing God say that. And it makes me think of, I don't know what reading I did, but I kept saying, I was like, why would, why would I lie? Or why would we lie? Or something like that. I can't remember who reading that was, but I remember I just kept saying, why would I lie? And I don't know if that was people saying that to people or what it was, but I remember I just kept hearing, why would I lie? Like, why would I lie about that? And that's what I keep hearing about. That's why they keep saying that because they, they're the energy that people are starting to realize is the fact that you're the problem. You are, you are the problem, sweetie. And I feel like those that have accepted where they were the problem. Now they have this energy of peace because the only, the only way to be able to be a peaceful individual or the only way to be a thriving individual, the only way to be a powerful individual is to be solution-based. You know, I feel like a lot of people don't have that ability to book, to find solutions. Oh, excuse me. Thank you. I'm a very solution-based person. Detail-oriented, very. Because what's the point of you dancing around the problem and keep going back and forth? What the fuck is the solution? You know, this week, that's that's another thing that I'm, I see that a, a lot of y'all will be doing with your higher selves as you observe them. You're observing your higher self be very solution-based. So since your higher self is very solution-based, whether it's on an energetic level, a spiritual level, a physical level, financial, emotional, whatever it is, they're very solution-based. And a lot of y'all problems that you could, you, a lot, like your, the problems that you have with yourself, they're they're energetic. So therefore, your higher self is trying to show you the, the solution to this energetic blockage or this energetic, you know, stagnancy or this energetic like holdup or whatever. And then some of y'all, it's a physical thing. So it's just like, it's, you know, become solution-based. That's my biggest thing I can tell y'all for this week. Because there's a lot of Gemini energy. There's a lot of cancer energy. There's a lot of, pa- there's a lot of passion. There's a lot of water. There's emotion. There's a lot of logic. So it's just like you have to become solution-based or you're just going to be doing the same dance in the same circle. So the solution behind you being unhappy about a situation would be what? To get out of it. The solution behind you wanting to talk to somebody would be what? Talk to them. The solution behind the conflict between you and another person would be to either solve it or dead it. You know, I see a lot of people just letting bygones be bygones and people can't let shit go. So it's just like you're arguing with yourself. The throat chakra. Cause you can't, you can't become solution based. And I feel like that is what's going to really cause a lot of problems because people are just going to be like, you know, let bygones be bygones. And it's going to cause an uproar because other people don't want to admit anything to themselves that would be able to just like, if people started to be honest with themselves about things, the solution would already be there. But people aren't being honest with themselves, so therefore they're trying to neglect the solution. They're trying to ignore the solution. Because this comes from an energy of what you don't have to deal with, what you don't have to do, what you don't have to be around. You have the choice. 
Who do you want to let in your home? Who do you want to let in your heart? You have a choice. Okay? Then on the 26th, another big day. And, and, and it's funny because Mercury goes into Cancer. You have a choice. That's why it's like, it says, it says, getting deep summer nostalgia when the planet of communication enters sentimental Cancer. Feeling moody about the past will, will be the vibe during the next two and a half weeks. What do you, you know what I'm saying? Solution-based people. You have the choice to unclamp your claws, okay? Then we have Mars squaring Uranus. It says, take things slow today as this aspect can drive us to make rash actions as we may regret. From accidents to severe mishaps, we need to slow down. We're going to be sorry later. Solution-based. Observe You know, I think it's so crazy that I didn't say shit about, you know what I'm saying? I didn't say shit about forcing. I didn't, shit, I didn't say, get your ass up, nothing. I said, the, the present version of you is observing. To observe means you sit and you watch. And then you decide to implement. There's nothing hasty about this energy. And the reason why is because it's only the fucking elements of air, water, and fire. Those are three elements that you that you do not want to be hasty in. You get too hasty with fire, you'll blow some shit up. You get too hasty with water, you'll drown. You get too hasty with air, you'll blow yourself over. You can't do that with earth. It's very solid. So if we if we don't really have any earth elements, right? The only earth element that we have is, um, you know, with Mars doing something with Uranus. Another earth element that we had, well, it was yesterday. But we only have one transition that's happening on an earth element. And if you want me to be honest, since it's squaring, that means that... Hold on, y'all know I got to get my handy dandy uh, work notebook in Pinterest. boom if it's squaring okay the reason why this is a big deal because if it's squaring that means that it is it's friction tension challenge and pressures okay a lot of the aspects that are happening um during this like week is a lot of squaring okay we got two we got two um astrological events that are square we got mercury squaring around neptune and we got mars squaring around uranus which causes there to be a lot of friction contradicting so it's i'm trying to tell you i'm trying to tell you sweetie don't allow any misinterpretations because you're it's the contradiction so if there's a contradiction that means that there's there's a truth in this okay you can find the truth in the contradiction because contradiction the definition of contradiction It says deny the truth of by asserting the opposite, okay? Lying to yourself, okay, sweetheart? Then we got um we got two things squaring and then we got sextiling. So to sextile is um it's the plan is to work together in harmony, easy but may still have to work things out. We have two aspects of basically where there has to be some type of work and to work means you have to observe that means you have to pay attention none of these aspects are aspects that you would fully just move through so you work the the, when i said about you adjusting that takes work so when you feel these wave of emotions you know you have to work through something you know a lot of this is a lot of reassurance god here god saying it's reassurance 
Because the Bible verse of the day is from Matthew 6.33. And we've gotten this verse before. It says, instead, be concerned above everything else with the kingdom of God and what he requires of you. And he will provide you with all these other things. Okay. Taurus got the um Taurus got the something about Matthew and Taurus's Pluto reading that I had. Actually, I'm gonna read it to y'all. Oh wait, sorry, hold on one second, y'all. I thought I had it in my notes. All right, for Taurus, it says, you have more than you need. Please know that or you're about to. You have peacock energy. Your energy is unique and the, and the people hate it. You can sense, they can sense it and feel it. You're rising from the ashes as we speak. If you don't see it, it's happening. It's causing envy. People's perception of you is none of your business. I see a lot of guilty conscience being revealed. A lot of unnecessary situations that have nothing to do with you directly but it's your energy don't allow yourself to be overwhelmed with the rush of energy it's a gift from the north node in jupiter you've done a lot of self-reflection you didn't expect to be hidden forever the book of matthew is coming up which is about faith what did i just say walking by faith and not by sight self-reflection has a lot to do with faith self-reflection is observation before the end of the week, expect some change. Now, this was that was last week. So, you know, the first card that we got coming out is wisdom, which is the moose. And what does wisdom come from? Accountability. Thank you. We got the moose. We got the heron. And we got the fox. On the bottom of the deck, we got grizzly bear, which is power. This is what creates you to be very powerful as the sun is coming out. The moose says, let your head and mind reach to the stars, yet keep your feet grounded on the earth. Listen to the ancient wisdom in your soul. The ancestors speak through you. You know much. Ancestral energy is here. The ancestors have a lot to do with the observation and the catapulting that you are doing right now. The ancestors have a lot of orchestrating that they're doing right now. And you have to be patient with the energy that they're implementing in your life. Okay. I just, I hear somebody say, be patient with us because it's, it's a lot of puzzle pieces together. And since we have two aspects of things that are actually, they don't really work together happening, like basically, with the events that are happening, if I could just be fairly honest with you, um, 20, okay, sorry, I don't want to get too ahead. If I could be fairly honest with you, Mars, Mars and Uranus are, are planets that literally blow shit the fuck up. So you need to make sure the planet, wherever you want to create a catastrophe, you want to make sure that that shit is not going to blow up on no bad shit because if Mars is the planet of passion and war and then Uranus is dynamic change, you want to make sure that your ticking time bomb just don't blow up at anybody and anywhere, okay? Then as well as Mercury and Neptune, you want to make sure that the planet of your thoughts, your words, the way you speak, your technology is not blowing up in your fantasy life. They're like ticking bombs. So I just want you to be careful because of the fact of you don't want to, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't want to fuck yourself up in these situations that's happening. You don't want to prejudge. You don't want to, you don't want to do any of that because I'm telling you any type of misthing is a contradiction. So don't be the contradicting factor in your life right now. Okay. Relax. 
You know, I see a lot of self-sabotage energy. Stop it. It's okay. Just enjoy. You know what I feel like is as long as you have a pure heart, whatever happens, happens. Fuck it. All right? Because we got the hair on. It says patience. Create a place in nature's stillness and be renewed. Take time alone to find balance. Step confidently toward your purpose. Patience will bring you rewards. What I feel like is the more patient you are with your observation and with yourself as you flow through these emotions and as you flow through this energy it, it it's, it's like it doubles it. it I don't know you know I just God just really been on his stuff lately because then we got the fox which is clever you are swift and smart solutions to problems are easily found come on God always listen to your instincts resources surround you be open to romance the romance is the Venus energy that I'm trying to tell you all right, let's get one more because we got the power card. Let's get one more. Some of y'all, God wants to talk to you in the middle of the night or you'll be having conversations with yourself in the middle of the night or with a person because the next card is, I, I know that's right, polar bear and deer, which is love. What? Come on now. The polar bear says, know that challenges make you stronger. Have faith when you face adversity. Time to rest, dream, and renew. That's two things about being renewed. Renew your strength. Embrace your psychic abilities. You carry the shaman within. Embrace your psychic abilities. The intuition. You know, a lot of y'all, I want you to just give yourself more credit because even if you don't know it, you you're, you got a strong fucking intuition about shit. And that's because you, you do things with love. Because it says, be gentle with yourself. You heal with the power of love. See the light in all things. Acknowledge your self-worth and grace. I'm telling you, you need to give yourself more credit because you follow your intuition and it's strong and you know it. Why do I feel like we're on a countdown? I got three cards and I got two. I'm going to get one more. The revealer of truth. We're not going to stop getting the truth. Don't take things too seriously. Make time to play. Great wisdom. Double confirmation comes from laughing at your own folly. Look out for the traps and tricks of life. Learn from them. Wisdom comes from what? Accountability. You know, if people, if if God puts it in, in your spirit to cross paths with people, you already know what it is, okay? Allow them to show you. Allow things to unfold naturally. You know, I keep feeling like just follow your instinct. Don't second guess your instinct. You might actually be surprised at the outcome I just heard. You know, your ego's telling you, oh, don't do this because of this, 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 and this. And then your soul's like, no, do it. And it's just like, you might be surprised with the outcome. So, this is your update, honey. This was a long one, but I feel like it's a lot of information this week. And... I feel like it's a lot of, I feel like it's a, it's a lot of like, let the ego go. Let the ego go. Let the soul finally embrace what it needs. Oh, excuse me. Let the ego go. Don't feel stupid about things. Just let the ego go. Just let it go. I feel like. You got if you give yourself more grace and you give yourself more credit, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't worry about if you feel stupid or not. You wouldn't worry about a lot of things. Just let the ego go. You know, I just hear like, fuck it. What's the worst that can happen? 
Like, you know, stop trying to control the situation because you don't want to feel hurt or you don't want to be rejected or something like stop that like don't don't stop yourself from what you truly feel don't stop yourself from damn I hate when I tell myself shit and I realize I hate when I'm telling other people shit and I realize it for myself like just do it and then you know I keep hearing like who's gonna know there's some things about y'all, like, even the things you want to do with yourself, like, who would actually know? And who the fuck cares if they know? You did it out of love. You didn't do it with no ill intent. I don't know. This was on my mind, and... I feel like it's just what needed to be said. I love you guys. I'll see y'all next week. Mwah.